0: Listening to the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast. My name is Gabe Fall. I'm here with Shane Pavlik. Howdy. John Swanson. What is up? And Aaron Woods. Season's greetings. We had nicknames for you guys last week and I totally spaced on them just now. Dude,
1: I thought of a good one for Aaron though. Earlier today, since he's the only one of us that has beaten Jedi Fallen Order. Uh it's uh Aaron that's not just my lightsaber.
0: <laughs> that's
2: good. I like it. I like it. Actually my favorite my favorite part of the uh episode uh from last week cuz I wasn't able to record but I listened in. Yeah. Uh, and it was fantastic was uh when you guys were talking about the the funny question at the end if you know if Fish could survive down in the deep, or if you if you could survive down in the deep ocean, if that was your superpower sure. or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and AJ went and, and he was trying to refer to the Mariana Trench, but had referred to it as the Marinara Trench, and I was like, <laughs> Jesus, I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like that that's exactly where Mario wants to be at all times, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
2: And we need awesome. a t-shirt with that on it. That was, I was, I was on a tr- the
0: mar- marinara trench. <laughs> 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 a big spot so. in the ocean filled with cheese
2: sticks. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sounds, sounds, it's, it's, I mean, it's an endless dipping sauce, because it's so deep. It just yeah. goes on forever. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious.
0: All right. We brought up Star Wars earlier. Speaking of Star Wars, Aaron and John... And myself, we're all playing Jedi Fallen Order. Aaron, you finished it, as John a- just said.
2: Yeah, AJ, I think AJ has finished it as well, actually. Yes,
1: he has. Yep. Um, oh, damn, how has he finished that already?
2: He, I don't know, he finished it before yeah. me. So
1: he's hardcore, man.
2: He's hardcore. I, I plugged some hours into that game too. It is not a short game. It, it definitely took oh. me about thirty-five or forty hours to beat it.
1: That's impressive. Um,
2: damn. Yeah. <laughs> i really hit it hard and stayed up too late a couple of nights because i would just it's my heroin man star wars is my car and my heroin it's yeah. all my illicit drugs that are way too addictive it's just it was so good so before i before i could get into it on my own spiel but like how 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 deep would you guys say you are like as a metroidvania style game what planet are you currently on and is it your first time there
1: Gabe, yeah, go ahead man
0: yeah i am on dathomir i believe the name of the planet is. And it is my first time there. It is only the third planet that I've been to, including so there's the tutorial planet. Right. right? You basically play that entire level. And then I went to Bagano.
1: Okay. Which
0: is, I want to say, sort of the. Yeah, that is the first planet. It's a fairly peaceful planet. Uh, There's not a lot going on there, um, except like finding different pieces of lore and like really story driven stuff. And then I went to Dathomir. So it's the third planet that I've been to. You've got a choice to go after you go to Begano, because you have to go to Begano. After you go there, you get kind of a choice to go to two different planets at the start of the game. And I chose Dathomir. And I've gotten as far as I can on Dathomir. I have now returned to my ship, and I saved the game before I left. But I did discover some interesting secrets and some really cool things on Dathomir.
1: Did Not you happen to find the super really interesting thing on Daphne where <laughs> you've since that's where Darth Maul is from it's a neat thing. Yeah, there's yeah. some
0: horns there are some horns that I found. John I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. Oh, okay. Um,
0: <laughs> just, just so I was quickly. like wait,
1: horns? I didn't get yeah. any horns. Yeah, there
0: <laughs> are horns and there's also red face paint red and black face paint. Yeah.
3: <laughs> So and, question, uh, uh, backflips. Yeah. What's uh, <laughs> deciding which planet to go to? Is that pretty cool? What's what's that like?
2: It's uh. So basically, it's just the GUI is built into a 3D interactive space on your spaceship itself. So it's like, it's just um. It, it's not a it's not really a menu, but more it's a it's a menu built into like a part of your spaceship near the cockpit. And okay. It's, it's pretty cool because it's. that's actually one of my favorite things about that game is the immersive nature of it. Like you, you don't have to, the only time you're really ever in a menu is when you're upgrading your force abilities or the only time you have to be in a menu and that to get to that menu, it's still resting at um, like the, the Jedi meditation spots that are throughout the various areas of a map. Um, that you want to, you kind of want to rest at them, chill out as much as possible because they act as your save points. There is no like auto save feature in this game, or manual save for that matter. the The resting at the Jedi spot or the meditation spot is your is your save feature.
3: So when and you say resting, is I don't it like... I don't
2: I don't mean because re- there is the option to rest at this meditation spot, but you don't have to. So so resting... so you
3: mean legitimately like sitting there cal just kind of like chilling uh not doing anything or Or you you mean like uh, you go and i'm resting and then like time transfers transfers through quickly
2: so it just it you press a button and you go he sits down and then you go into this menu and it asks you do you want to rest uh basically uh, check out your um your upgrades or leave leave is it terrible? yeah or, or get out of that menu right and so the second you sit down it starts to save it so okay. a lot of the times it's a process of sitting down and just standing right back up specifically so you can save where you are on the map because anytime you die you go back to whenever you you last meditated so if that was a long effing time ago halfway across the level you're sol you're going all the way back there and have to kind of tear down everybody in between
3: and then every time you save, it repopulates enemies, correct? No.
2: no. So that the act of meditating itself is saving. Yeah. If you rest at a meditation point, it restores all of your health and gives you all of your little health bumps back. Okay. However, all the enemies repopulate the map.
3: Okay. So necessarily you get to a meditation spot. You could save but not rest. Bingo. Uh, okay. That's cool. Yeah.
0: It, this game so much reminds me of it's so far as I've been into it. It's so much fun to just have that really Tomb Raider style of kind of puzzles and traversal with that Dark Souls fighting or combat mechanics. It's it's right. so much fun. I'm I'm loving this game. It's everything really everything that I've wanted in a game for a while.
2: I did not expect you enjoy the adventuring and the traversal and like you said the puzzle solving nearly as much as i have i would say the, yeah. pu- pu- the puzzle solving is you're correct it's it's on par with your tomb raiders and your god of wars it's it's really good and the the traversal is is really great and it, it gets even better as you go through the game you guys will find out john where are you in the game actually we didn't um, cover that so
1: I went to, I was just looking, Zepho? Is that the name of the planet yep. or the people? I can't Zepho's remember. the name
2: of a planet,
1: I
3: believe. Okay. So about how many hours is that?
1: I don't know. I'm not very good at keeping tabs on these things. So uh, you can take, not your, like
2: a, there, you can not take your time. Issues? No, there's no counter. Okay. Um,
1: I don't think so. Those
2: that I've found. If <laughs> you could really take your time. Because you really want to try to find... You can either try to find everything or just mainline it straight through the bad guys to where your objective point is.
1: So I went to Zeffo the first time, and then Kashyyyk, and then I'm back on Zeffo for the second time.
2: Okay.
1: And then I... It's weird. I don't think you talked about this yet. It's really cool how they... As you are gaining powers and abilities, you obviously have the abilities to traverse more hence the metroidvania aspects of the game one thing that's really cool is that an area will be red or a door will be red or a passageway will be red whatever and that's telling you you can't go there yet and then it'll turn green when you have obtained whatever ability you need to get in there which is awesome because then you don't waste your time wandering around Thinking, oh, I wonder if I can get in here now. Oh no, I can't. Right. Metroid yeah. games are a lot like that. Well, in some ways, I guess they have colored doors and stuff like that. But so I, I do like that. But I did the second time back in Zepho, I rotated around the mapping correctly and missed the green part that I was supposed to go to to advance the story, and ended up like way down in the bottom. Yeah. Of so now I gotta like go back up again one of the frustrating thing is there's no fast travel i wish there was fast travel like between safe points or meditation points or something like that
2: yeah i get why they don't do that though because of the whole dark souls gameplay aspect
1: yeah yeah
2: but I, a, but you can unlock you do throughout the course of going through a planet you unlock a number of shortcuts that help help you pretty rapidly yeah. get back to various points
1: Yeah, that's another thing that's a lot like Bloodborne and Dark Souls, but where you can go around if you remember to check. If you're diligent in checking around where everything is and making like exploring every room that you go into, you'll open up a lot of shortcuts that get you back to areas faster when you go back there again. I'll definitely play the shit out of it because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm pretty sure I'll probably try for the Platinum just because. But uh, I do think it has substantial issues in not even really the bugs and stuff. Like I mentioned, it crashed on me last night twice, I think. And oh, then there's an update today that I just did. I'm not sure if the, what that will help with, but just the look of it, it just seems like they could have used a little bit more time polishing it up a little bit. And then the voice acting, the main characters is fantastic, but anytime you go have a conversation with like any ancillary character that's just kind of standing there,
2: yeah, they have like three lines of text, <laughs> yeah. that's it.
1: and it's and it's pretty bad. It's like they pulled a guy off the side of the street and asked him to say a couple words or something like that, and that's probably super nitpicky for how good of a game it is. I think it's the fact that the last game that we had that was like this was force unleashed two which was 10 years ago and a bad game i think like the enthusiasm for a game like this overrides some of the flaws in it you know what i mean or the objectivity of looking at it and being like oh this is kind of shitty actually right because we're like holy shit this is a fucking good star wars game we like haven't had these in ages so and i don't mean to take away from it Too much because it is a fantastic game. Like I love playing it all the time. It's great, but I also don't want to be completely like pull the curtain over my eyes and not say that there's something wrong with it. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Well, okay. So there, I I would agree with you, but I think the biggest problems with the game are currently visual and performance based. Yeah. And I'm I'm running it on the PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah. Um, and I kind of jotted down some things that I had seen, and I think you guys will all be able to attest that. You've probably seen them, too. Um, so, hey, I, I, I had experienced, like, a couple crashes where the game just, just straight-up crashed. And Kashyyyk, especially, as you're going through it, it seems to randomly pause for a couple seconds and load. Yeah, that's It was well for me, man. It didn't anywhere else, on any other planet, which was odd. Then there's all of a sudden, like there's texture pop-ins like that's kind of annoying because once everything loads in it's fine but like you'll be sometimes watching even a cutscene and textures will be popping in as the cutscene is going in and it's just kind of jarring then then the two the two worst ones which actively actually affect the gameplay are every now and again when you're running through a level all of a sudden you'll just get stopped or injured because something's attacking you but it hasn't popped up on the screen yet.
0: Yeah. Oh right. yeah, that's the worst.
2: And then I've seen it too where like a monster is coming at me, or a monster or insect or whatever is coming at me, but their the animation, their their you know, predetermined animation itself hasn't quite loaded in, so they just look like Michael Jackson floating across the surface, blue <laughs> yep. across the surface coming at me. Yep. That's weird. I haven't noticed that yet. So th- those are the things I've seen. The only other the only other two issues I had with anything else really, well, in the game, one of them was, like, uh, there's two kind of story things. You witness them both in the very first planet, the like the planet you open up on before you start actually traveling anywhere. It's the, what do you call it, tutorial planet.
0: Raka is the name of the planet. Raka,
2: thank you. So... I would say uh, the ninth sister is cartoonishly evil and also kind of looks cartoonishly. And then I, I I thought it was a bit odd that like here's this essentially boy. I mean I I I assume that he's like between the ages of 14 and 16. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, that's a good that's a good assumption.
2: And he's been hiding out on Bracca, doing maintenance work and teardowns of republic star destroyers and all of a sudden it's kind of revealed okay he you know he was this padawan and yada 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 but he's doing all this work and he's been doing it for five years and he's carrying his lightsaber on his person the whole time yet still trying to be <laughs> still trying yeah. to lie I mean, low Michael like Albert. what was that like yeah. that, was the, that was a That was a weird... I would would think he would have had to run back somewhere to go pull it out of some drawer hidden in his room, right? Right. Um, But...
0: They also also mentioned like, as they were on the train, and they're they're going for an inspection, or like, there are a bunch of stormtroopers coming onto the train and like, rounding everybody up, and his friend is like, oh, it's probably just a contraband inspection. I'm like, you're telling me a lightsaber isn't contraband? Like, this is a weapon in the workplace, like...
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> but it's like, why, why are you carrying that around on you? You don't, if you're trying to like lay low, like having a right. light swing saber hanging off your hip is probably not ideal, <laughs> especially doing maintenance and other yeah, such. Things. But, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't want to be a prisoner to the moment either, John, and I, so I agree with you from that standpoint. But it has, it has its issues. But I think a lot of those issues can be patched out.
1: Yeah. Um, I- I agree with you completely. I think it's another perfect example of, like, unless you're a huge Star Wars fan and want to play it, like, right now, like many of us, then it's probably worth waiting a couple months to see if they can siphon out some of the, or patch up some of the bad spots, I guess.
2: Yeah, I, I, I guess I would agree with that. Other than those technical glitches, if some of the graphic, decisions are weird like all the environments are gorgeous the the a lot of the visual effects are gorgeous the sound is amazing but the characters look weirdly flat yeah Um, a a lot of like the the care anybody with an actual face that's not wearing a stormtrooper helmet looks flat and the wookiee hair especially is just what the hell yeah (laughs) it's like the, every Wookiee became a Rastafarian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly
2: what I was
1: going to say. Man.
2: That's so dead on. So I talked to no a friend
0: about it yesterday, and he asked me because he's like, "Is that like the Force Unleashed?" I'm like, "No, it's kind of like Dark Souls and Tomb Raider mixed together." He said, "Oh, well, does it doesn't look really good." And I said, n- n- "No, <laughs> <laughs> not on that same thing of graphics, like." It's it was difficult to see something like battle Battlefront Two is like whatever problems you might have with it like it is a gorgeous game
2: it is and it yeah, looks it is.
0: so good so to see something at that level at that like high polish in terms of graphics and gameplay and then to come down to what Fallen Order is it's a little bit disappointing again yeah I'm loving it I'm having so much fun yeah right. But and again, it, is it's, it really
2: like, is just the character models. Yeah. It, some yeah. of the character models. I mean, the environments are gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Kashyyyk is dope as hell, and there's a, a, a Dothrakir is cool, and that place is creepy. Like there, you like I literally felt unease going through that whole place.
1: Yeah, and you, I, I, it does reward you for searching around corners, and then you find. Just these secret pathways to things and then find something in it. I don't know. It's, it is, it is really good. The mix of the Metroid style stuff and Dark Souls style stuff is kind of pretty remarkable. I think even to make it like, it's like a hybrid to make it its own thing. It's pretty, right. pretty great.
3: I'm glad to hear all of this because when embargo codes went out so late and how it kind of felt like everything was pushed last minute, I was getting kind of nervous about yeah. if this game was actually going to be good or not.
2: Yeah, uh, I, was, uh, I was too, and I like that you guys talked about that last week, because I too had odd reservations, like they were trying to hide something.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that just goes to how many times we've been burned by EA uh, with Star Wars games, that yeah. it just created so much doubt that's it's like oh they're, they're gonna screw this up again but I'm, I'm i'm glad to hear that it is uh the best one so far once i eventually get out of death stranding i uh, i'm gonna dive into that
2: <laughs> yeah it's it really is amazing i would say and again not to be the not to be a prisoner of the moment but as far as my favorite star wars games you know like star wars adventure style games and the story that goes along with them because you know, the story is ultimately, the the combat and the action and everything is great, but it, it really is the story and the lore that really brings together a good Star Wars game. And for me, this is right up there easily with, with KOTOR and, and probably the original um, Force Unleashed. I think from a story perspective, it is, it is awesome. Maybe one of the best Star Wars stories told since Disney is actually bought the rights to Star Wars to be quite honest with you. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed the story. The ending was fantastic. It's a great game. It honestly is. It's I I, I think it's one of the best action adventure platforming games of all time. Despite despite its flaws. I really do. Yeah. Um I I have to say honestly like I, I love God of War. Um but I think that I think that this is a better game i think it's a better game yeah
1: crazy talk
2: i know i know it's crazy talk but it it's it the combat is so great the story is so great the the adventuring is is phenomenal it's tough to say that you know it beats god War from a world building perspective because you know it's it's it exists after the events of order 66 right so the world building has basically been done for this game, but it still does a good amount of world building despite that. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's it's just it's a phenomenal it's a phenomenal game, and I'm sh- I'm shocked I, I I'm shocked, but I I, I don't know why I'm shocked that respawn has made yet another just banger of a title. Good for them, man. Kudos for them. Yeah. Uh, because, well, and this one is so far
0: out of their wheelhouse. Yes,
2: like, yeah.
0: 100%. That that entire team, like Vincent Pella, started out making shooters in Medal of Honor and has made nothing but shooters until yes. this game.
2: 100%. It's so impressive. It's so <laughs> impressive. Yeah, no, and I, I thought that exact same thing. It, it, it is. It, it's it's out of left field for them. And, and it was so far out of left field, I was like, wait a minute. I went and did some investigating because I was like, is this, is, was this originally like Amy Henning's real project that they then lifted in part to then finish it out as Respawn? But I went back and watched the, like, the EA presentation from 2016, and Respawn was one of the studios that was mentioned that was working on a Star Wars title. So they, they had been working on this, and this was all of their own doing. Yeah. Cause it, it seemed like, because they dropped Apex literally out of nowhere. And it's been a monster hit, and they've been crushing on development, I'm sure, for it. So I'm like, where did they fit this in? And they nailed it. They absolutely, absolutely nailed it.
1: or
3: There are rumors that this game wasn't supposed to originally be a Star Wars game. And then they were like, actually, let's turn this into a Star Wars game. Uh, once they saw the general idea of where the actual gameplay was headed. I think I remember uh, hearing something about that pretty early on.
2: I don't I don't know I really don't know but I just I went back like I said I went back and I was like, when did they announce this game and in the, in the 2016 EA press conference they did show that respawn was one of the things that was working on a Star Wars title but Amy Henning's studio at the time was the game that they showed off for all of 10 seconds at that E3 before it went the way of the dinosaur sure. so this this game and and looking back at that little trailer, It was totally different than what this game is. So, yeah, I I wonder. And I I guess I I don't know what other Star Wars game they would have been working on, because it wouldn't make sense for them to make, like, two first-person shooter Star Wars games, one from DICE and then one from uh, Respawn. So, I don't know. Maybe this really was the plan the whole time. And I think it was executed extremely, extremely well, even despite its technical hiccups. Just... I was floored. Word. I don't smash through games like that that often at all. and This one got its claws in me and wouldn't let go.
0: Before we move on from Star Wars, have you guys been checking out The Mandalorian? Of oh, course. Yeah. I Not yet.
2: No. First episode. Don't, no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, okay. you, you've seen the Baby Yoda memes, yes?
3: Yes. Um, unfortunately,
2: Heroes. I've seen them. <laughs> I, I wish yeah. I didn't. Yes. Uh, but yeah. They're I, adorable. They are adorable. That's that's my only gripe with that damn show. That show is fucking great. And what's his face as the Mandalorian? I forget the actor's name, but he's also in Yeah. Uh, Game Narthus of Thrones and yeah. Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, that dude's He's awesome. amazing.
3: Yeah.
2: Um Pedro and, Pascal. is the Yes. Ah, Thank yeah, you. that's right. Yep. They need to stop calling him baby Yoda. Because he's not a baby Yoda. But then I looked into this, and I guess Yoda's species has never been named anywhere in Star Wars lore, right? It is an unnamed species for some reason. Nobody knows. They've never had a name for Yoda's actual species ever in canon or in the extended universe, apparently. (laughs) So they need to maybe come up with one because this is now the third like creature that has existed in star wars <laughs> so that's the move right there
3: uh you take the yoda backstory and you know his lineage and create that as a standalone star wars film like uh <laughs> solo but just oh, yeah. all about yoda all about uh, yoda be dude, great. i would do anything for that well, <laughs> yeah, <that's> a- <laughs>
2: Baby,
1: Baby Yoda is um, fucking adorable, so. Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm help uh, that Death Stranding.
2: It's a, incredible.
3: I So, Gabe, you said something earlier. What, what did you say? Something like, everything I've wanted in a game for a long time when talking about Fallen Order, right? That is, I, I agree with that statement. when talking about Death Stranding, but it was everything I wanted that I didn't know I want. It is, I I can just play that game and it is peaceful. And so listening to, kind of funny, one of their shows last week, uh, after our episode, hearing Fran talk about uh, him playing it on hard, And I was like, well, you know, this game is pretty easy. You know, maybe I'll turn it on hard. So I did. And the first, like, two hours after that was like, whoa, this is fucking challenging. Uh, Like, I was now having difficult times, like, traversing uh, through the terrain. I died for the first time against... Well, you don't really die. You're a repatriate. So it takes you to a whole nother level, uh, which is really interesting if you lose your life uh, against one of the bosses. So that happened for the first time, and I made my way through there. So that was pretty neat. And then I was having a difficult time. I was becoming concussed against uh, the mules that are going around. I had to like look up ways to improve my battling. Uh, with folks and so once i figured that out and figured i could charge and break (laughs) through folks break through the mule's uh guard it changed the whole game so i'm still playing on hard now and it is i've got the traversing back under control and i'm just the world is so amazing and i find you know we've i've Told you guys before about uh, how much I love Stardew Valley and uh, games like that where you're, uh, you know, planning and controlling many different factors, and that's one of the things I love most about Death Stranding is being like, okay, I have all of this stuff with me. Where do I have to go? Okay, so I'm gonna go up to, you know, I'm gonna go visit the engineer. And then I'm going to drop off everything the engineer needs. I'm going to go over to the craftsman from there. And then I'm going to go to the distribution center and like going from point A to B to C. And then also picking up, you know, new packages along the way. And then finding random packages out there that people have dropped. Then running into the mules, the BTs. It's, It's so amazing (laughs) it is so you're like a
2: combination of FedEx and a personal Amazon driver I like
3: it yeah
2: it's I'm thinking about changing careers
3: it's (laughs) (laughs) it's uh it is incredible I like seriously I I am just so blown away that uh, how into this game I am and it's you know just hearing you guys talk about you know glitches and you know the update for Fallen Order going out today like There has not been a single update for Death Stranding. I've had zero glitches. Uh, It's like, it's kind of like Kojima and the team, they found how to make, use all, everything PS4 has, and use it to its full extent, and just let it ride, because as i said last week the graphics are just stunning uh i i'm still as, as i'm like getting into new, uh, new places in the game because about 23 hours in now I, I'll, I'll look and I'll, I'll see a mountain in the distance and i'm just like holy fuck that like that looks like a real mountain uh it does not feel like i'm playing a video game right now and so that's so cool that it,
0: it is <laughs> sorry so, it's
3: a, that's always that, the best feeling
2: <laughs> yeah does it feel like kojima himself is sitting behind you Cupping your balls with one hand and pitting your head with the other while you play?
3: <laughs> I, uh, I, maybe. Uh... <laughs> so, one thing that I, I just thought was amazing in the game so, you know, you're doing a lot of walking, right? At least early on, then you start unlocking things. And so, whenever I finally got my first bike, I was so pumped and it was like allowing me to do the route so much quicker, but got a little wild with it and saw this like mountain edge that i was like going down the hill and i was like oh i was gonna fly off of it thinking like video game mode i'll just like bounce and just keep going it'll be fine uh but i blew up the bike and, and was like what the fuck and i was so pissed i was like how like can i fix like what how, what ah and figured out i couldn't fix it i, I immediately it was just regret the decision uh, exactly <laughs> yeah. like immediately And it was right at that point where I had to go in the first section of the game. I had to go across the entire portion. It was the longest traversal that that I had. And so it was like a 20-minute walk uh, through two BT sections. And then I got through there, and I got to this new area. And there's a lot more mules in there. And so what I've done now is like I've gone to the mule camps, incapacitated all of them, and just I've taken their vehicles as my own. And so it's allowed me to make a lot of deliveries and actually carry a whole lot more because I'm driving this like massive truck around and I'm just like filling with all kinds of supplies in the back. And so I've also now unlocked that I can create my own bikes too. But I'm like, why would I want a bike again? Whenever I have you know access to these trucks, I just have to go steal. And so I'm so into that. However, was um, one as, of
2: the upgrades that you got rollerblades or roller skates?
3: No. Oh, that's it, a- is not however I, I haven't gotten this far yet um it's just things that i've seen there's uh snow levels once you get up in the mountains you're making deliveries and you can like snowboard down the mountain uh, oh, yeah. a, a, at some point it looks pretty badass but again you like you have to be under control or then you're gonna go flying and lose all of your cargo so it's yeah i I really recommend everybody in the entire universe play this game. And I know not everybody's going to like it, but it is, it, it's a game changer. Like this is different than any game I've ever seen. The way it operates, the way it plays is it's the total package. There's not a single thing about it that is okay. It's all just incredible. Nice.
2: Yeah, I, think I probably will play it.
1: I don't. I didn't think I was going to, but I feel like I really should.
2: Yeah, I mean, the way Shane talks about it makes me feel that he's sitting behind me, rubbing my head and cupping my yeah.
3: balls. <laughs> uh, Kojima
2: taught me how. Yeah. He,
3: he's, <laughs> <a good laughs> <sense, laughs> he's a
2: good sensei. He is. Yeah.
3: And and I like, I feel like me playing this game with everything that's going on in, in the country is like. Just making me think about it as well you know uh they, they keep asking all, all of these questions in the game like what does america mean to you and you know you're in essence rebuilding america and it's yeah it's just a really interesting time to be playing a game like this with everything that's going on in our country at the exact same time so yeah, uh, yeah. it looks like we're going to talk about uh ring fit adventures so uh John, oh, yeah are you going to talk about
2: to- that well on. one thing i did want to mention one last thing about Jedi Fallen Order that did shock me was, and you were mentioning turning up, cranking up the difficulty, Shane, so it sparked my my thought, was I tried turning up the difficulty to whatever the second hardest is in Jedi Fallen Order from the the default difficulty, and holy shit, I was getting my ass handed to me. Like, that game is hard. I don't ever want to play that game on its hardest mode. (laughs) It is extremely hard, and there were even times I had to Dumb it down to story mode to get past certain boss fights, especially. Oh shit! they they it's serious. It, it, it's some nice. serious lightsaber shit. You gotta you gotta come you gotta come prepared or you're gonna die. That's, Dude, that's all awesome. I'm gonna say. Oh, or, or, or maybe you just got to be better than me and learn how to parry instead of rolling away at everything possible. Roll, roll, roll. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: roll. Uh-oh. I'm uh, I'm playing on the uh, easiest mode, story yeah. mode, just because like. I've never played a Dark Souls game before. I wanted to make sure that I was comfortable playing the game and I was having fun before I turned anything up. I might, however, turn it up because I've only died a couple of times. Just to make it a little more challenging.
1: Yeah. I dude, I never judge anybody. Play it however the fuck you want to. Oh for With sure. How many games there are? Sometimes I just play oh, games I on easy so that I can finish them so that I can move play another game.
2: Right. So Well, yeah. and that that game as great as the gameplay is, too, the story is just as good, and I wanted to, like... I kind of made it a goal to finish it before we recorded tonight so I could just have it have it all soaked in before I started discussing about it. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go on to the Ring It. Yeah. <laughs> ring Fit.
1: Ring Fit Adventure. It's, it's good, man. Like, I used to uh, exercise pretty avidly, like... I used to do I've done triathlons before and half marathons and all sorts of crazy shit again before I was had a wife and a kid to worry about, so but it's been like two years probably since I worked out on a regular basis. I'll still go like cycling every now and then and stuff, but anyway, so I figured like a ring fit would be a good way to get back into it and it is pretty fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. It's like uh you guys have probably all seen it. it comes with like a pilates ring right and yes. so you're basically doing from my understanding like pilates stuff and if you do the adventure thing like you're going through like the way you progress is by running in place basically and then you come across enemies and they'll it's kind of like a. Like Pokemon, like you're running around and you have a random encounter and you fight the enemy and then you win. But the way that you fight the enemy is then is by doing different exercises and you can choose what they are. But each one has like a cooldown, So like you can't just do the same thing over and over again. And then as you progress through each level, you unlock different exercises to do for your like attack phase in these battles that you come across so it's actually been really it's like a fun way to kind of take like 20 30 minutes to exercise every day and it actually is like i mean like i said i haven't worked out regularly for like two years so but i like feel it every day that i do it so i like it because it's getting me back to being like somewhat active and also doing exercises I haven't really done before in a way that makes me feel like less of a douchebag doing them.
2: Cause nobody <laughs> nice. feels,
1: you, you can't tell me you've ever ran in place and not felt like a fucking moron.
2: Cause if um, you don't be that, if i find myself in a room, John, I never feel like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> so because that's know. how I live with myself.
1: Yeah. But I'm, I'm anxious to kind of like, keep, apparently it's really long because that's how they try to like make it into a longer term thing. And then once you're done, you can do other things. And I haven't dove like super deep into the other modes that it has other than the story one. But it's pretty solid. The only like downside really is the text boxes that come up, like when your dialogue comes up, like you have to skip them. And it kind of just breaks the immersion in the exercise part of it more so than anything else. Because it's like I don't really care about the story. In the story, if you are interested, you're like a person who discovers this ring. And then there's this like huge, really buff dragon that I'm not even sure what he's doing. But you're chasing him. He's doing something nefarious and bad. He needs to be stopped. That's all I know.
0: (laughs) And the only way to stop
1: him is with your ring buddy and Pilates exercises. So I'm gonna hopefully keep doing it and I'll let you guys know. Keep you updated on how it goes. When I get my six pack I'll take pictures and post them on Twitter for sure.
2: I like it. I wanna see it.
1: My six pack?
2: Well on Twitter though.
1: Oh yeah. For sure.
2: And John, I'm you little post like your six pack behind me and rub my head. <laughs> and John, start. you post your six
3: pack and I'll post mine. Okay. It'll be very good. different.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, does anybody else have any games they want to talk about? Or you want to go into news? I do want to say uh, just briefly that I
0: did just an hour and a half ago. We're, we're recording this on Wednesday night at about 6.30 on Wednesday. I got an email that I'm now part of the Project xCloud preview. Oh, Yay! so... Sorry, my ki- my kid's crying. Hold
2: Not on. excited about Xbox. Go play PlayStation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I am
2: actually got she's a chance... really upset because she's a Google Stadia subscriber. What do yeah. I do? <laughs> 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 That's definitely the reason. Uh,
0: I right before we started this, I that was the first time I got a chance. I jump on and I played a little bit of Recore and a little bit of Gears Five. I'm not sure what I can and can't talk about. I doubt anyone from Microsoft is listening to this, so like, whatever. I am just going to say I'm playing it, yeah. and it's happening. You guys all know um, Xbox had their conference last Thursday. If you're interested in that, go ahead and check it out. They had a big inside Xbox that revealed 50 games that were coming to Project X Cloud right then. So I've been playing some of those 50 games. I played Recorder and Gears 5, like I said before, but... I'm interested in getting into Hellblade and testing it out in something like halo five, like a really good FPS. Yeah. It's um, cool. To see how it performs there. I'm not sure again, if I can tell you how it performs. So that, that's, that's all I have yeah. to say about
1: that. Dude, I gotta say, that's kind of weird. Like how they have you like
2: sign an NDA, sign, when NDA you sign up. Right. and
1: then, but it's, just like a massive amount of people that they're allowing to do it and it's not like you're in game media or I mean other you know what I mean like what you are you
2: talking about John
1: you don't do it for a job is what I'm saying hey, uh, we're not getting paid for this you're right right <laughs> so speak
0: for yourself guys who's paying you hey
1: but, um, I, I, I do, like, how can you rely on that many people? I mean, that, that remember last year that Harry Potter game got, like, outed by some, like, oh, bon, yeah. Bong Ripper 69 on Twitter or something? I remember 69. And, like, <laughs> that was literally his name, I'm pretty sure. That's yeah. my cousin, dude. <laughs> it
2: was just a little high. It was just a little high.
1: But just, I don't understand how they think, like, this isn't going to get out about things or whatever, but.
2: God, I gotta imagine they're gonna allow for some pre, like preview impressions, some beta impressions, yeah. To be, especially, especially if they're positive in the wake of Google Stadia's, um, yeah, we'll just sure say that. underwhelming launch.
1: Yeah, streaming is cool. We should stream. You know, it's out right now that it can stream is Stadia, and it sucks from what I hear. What do you think about it, Gabe? <laughs> Fucking blows. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I I think AJ was the only one of us that uh, pre-ordered anything from Stadia. He actually canceled his pre-order. That dumb. I think. He, no, I th- I think he's glad for it.
1: I'm I'm glad he did yeah. too. No, I'm I was just trying to make fun of him. Since I think we should adopt oh, this, I a funny I rule where if somebody's not on here, then we can just rip them to shreds. Right. And make fun. <laughs> of them. Yeah. I say that he as he
2: edits this. So yeah. Exactly. Oh I do shit. Yeah.
1: About I didn't think <laughs> about that.
2: He's gonna edit all the times people said "butt" and John and go, "John's a butt. John's a butt." <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: that surprised me. Just an hour anyway, for that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how people were like dropping like flies, dude, about their pre-orders. But when you're not even gonna get your pre-order, like, why do you pre-order? You know? Well, when you're
2: not even gonna get your pre-order, and then the launch day, the initial launch day games lineup is fairly. Unimpressive, and then then they add Thailand? ten more. They have twenty two games. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do now, right? Because it it uh, wasn't it. They yeah. added another ten or something like that. And yeah, they had eleven, and then they added another eleven. Yeah, and then the, even that new batch wasn't super great. The only one on there that I was like, Rage two, sweet, We'll give that a go. But, gosh, and now now screenshots are popping up on Google about like how Google is just straight up lying about the performance quality of the game streaming itself like someone reached out to people with Destiny and Destiny confirmed that yeah it's not 4K it's being upscaled from 1080p and then someone put online a whole bunch of side by side comparison shots from the Xbox One X to Stadia of Red Dead Redemption 2 and it's it's not pretty
1: yeah. I was listening to Giant Bomb earlier today and Jeff Gerstmann was talking about it and saying that like the first scene in Red Dead Redemption 2 when the snow is like coming across is the absolute worst thing because of the way the snow comes across to a stream a feed that's streaming to your device and how right. like terrible it looks <laughs> like just for that yeah. specifically. But yeah, man, and like you have to, you can't have any other Google Chrome device other than the one that comes in the package. Even if you have the same one, the same exact one, that firmware update isn't available yet.
2: Yeah, that's like, true. Which is just that—that that to me is just the craziest part of that.
1: Bonkers, man. Yeah. And you have to buy your games on a cell phone. You can't buy them on a laptop.
2: That's so. That's or a, just through any browser. That's yeah. Nuts.
1: And what else? Oh, But then you can only play on one type of cell phone. <laughs> yeah, you can only right. play on one type of cell phone right now. And if and, you play not, even on that cell phone, you have to use a wire to connect yeah. to your phone to your controller because it can't connect to it wirelessly.
2: You know, the it, somebody made a, made a side-by-side comparison of all of the promises that they had made, and they've actually the amount of things that they had promised is and and what was not delivered the not delivered promises is like double the length of the stuff that they actually delivered on
0: for sure absolutely
2: and i know i know we had some internal debate about this within our slack but i i don't know if it's going to survive a because it's google and google has track record of walking away from shit even if it's after a prolonged period of time stuff just stagnates and nobody uses it and then it eventually just dies anyway. And then B despite despite the financial capital that they have behind it because they're Google, look at what happened to Microsoft after the E3 Xbox One X or Xbox One conference. They never recovered from that. They never even they never recovered from that at all. And this is a launch this is a physical launch not just a preview event this this i think this is some serious trouble they got a, they got a year to make up make up all of the promises that they originally promised back in what april or may mm-hmm. and then double down on other unannounced shit and really increase their offering by the time the next consoles drop otherwise it's fucked
3: yeah yeah i think if they're able to secure some studios and start to develop some exclusive games that's their last hope right if they have a couple good studios that are going to make a game that people care about that's that's how they can prolong it but if they're just gonna be the application that you can play any of the games that you can play anywhere else yeah, it it will die pretty quickly, but well, I, I really hope it doesn't because uh, I I would love to have you know this streaming world where you can play on your TV, you can play on your phone, you can play on your tablet, you can take it anywhere you want. That's that that's a world that I want to live in. I just wish this would have rolled out better than it did.
1: Yeah, I want
2: to live in that world too, but I don't want to rely on game servers being the delivery mechanism for my game i want to be able to download a game to a device or something that i own and have it stream to me anywhere from that device or or have it be netflix style i am still so against the business model that they've come up with for this as far as your effectively just Leasing a game from some server somewhere. Just all of the bad things that could potentially happen. I mean, how many people have bought in on this already and are buying games? It's on the struggle bus right now. And I personally don't think it's going to last more than five years at this point.
1: Like to the point Shane was making about the game studios. I agree with you. Like they need like their own stuff coming out. But to the best of our knowledge, they just started doing that like this year we were just talking about Jade Raymond starting a studio, I think, that was just started this year in Montreal or something. So it takes what, like a minimum of three years to churn out a good game, like a decent game? Yeah. They're yeah. talking like 2022 that's like a, a like first party exclusive game comes out for it? I don't know, man, that's a long time to hang on for dear life when you have Microsoft. Who has almost equitable infrastructure when it comes to that kind of tech, like right on your tails, and they have twenty years more experience than you in the gaming industry. So, I don't know. I just uh, don't. Well, see that it. And,
2: and PlayStation's offering is not bad, and they're yeah. still the wild. They're still the wild card of the bunch. Right. And I don't think they're gonna disappoint.
1: No, I don't. I hope not. They got Persona Five, bro.
2: persona 5 royale oh yeah that's that's the one i i I apparently need i i understand that to be like the complete edition of the persona games
1: interesting (laughs) anyway we shall see
2: it'll
0: it'll turn out either way or it won't It'll go away or it'll stay. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to become one of the big console competitors. One of the big competitors in video games. I think kind of the four, PC, Xbox, uh, PlayStation, and, and a Nintendo are in. They're going to be around for at least another twenty years, and I don't see another competitor sneaking in there right now.
2: Yeah. I, I think the best thing that could come out of it, and it's too bad because I um, I root for Google in insofar as a lot of other. Tech, uh technology spaces are concerned but I think the best thing that could come out of it is hopefully it, it pushes these other companies to push the limit for the streaming technology because this other threat is waiting in the wings mm-hmm. so to speak.
1: well speaking of people starting studios this year I'm looking at games industry is right now. An article written by Hayden Taylor I don't think this is where it broke but this is where I read it from where Amy Hennig and someone named Julian Beek, who was an executive producer at EA were hired by Sun Skydance which is really weird because they're a film, film company yeah. so, but they got hired there to start a game studio but for them, so I mean, hopefully in the next few years we'll have something from them which should be pretty badass because we were just talking about the Star Wars game that never came out that was supposed to be, she did an interview with the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences um, Ted Price like, hosts that and she did an interview with him like over E3 and it was super interesting she talked a little bit about what the Star Wars game was supposed to be and it just sounded badass, just listening to her talk about how to develop a story makes you feel like an imbecile a little bit so I'm I
2: hope, I hope she develops a non-Star Wars Star Wars game like make it a space yeah. opera with laser swords starring a swashbuckling smooth-talking exactly. SOB
1: who yeah. flies around yeah. in his spaceship
2: so- with his giant animal friend
1: exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> a big old
1: middle-fingered uh, right. to, to, to <laughs> the, to the and his name
3: is John Dolo Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and,
2: and his and his. Uh, Ron Roro. And his animal. Oh yeah, that yeah. too. That would
1: be more fitting. Anyway, I'm super. I'm very much looking forward to what they come up with, man, because I think she's pretty brilliant. I like Uncharted games. Were kind of probably what got me like back in the gaming as an adult because they're so fucking badass. Or the stories are so good. So, you
2: just
1: love a good I'm, sociopath story, don't you? Yeah, I do. Kind of. Okay, what else we got?
2: Well, I think the last thing I think we're going to try to cover tonight is Anthem 2.0, question mark, question mark? Ooh. Talk so-
1: about an AA, run.
2: I might be the only person in Minnesota that still cares about the Anthem, but that's okay. Dude,
1: I'll I'll play it again. I just I haven't for a really long time, but I have it on my PC. If this well,
2: 2.0 is
3: legit, I that could definitely get me into it.
2: So Jason Schreier was the one who originally posted the article about his I guess interviews with people from EA, and it was this is a cool day for EA because EA hasn't had a lot of positive press, but over the last few years right but yeah this this all came out on friday where the star wars reviews all dropped they were all pretty positive across the board it was being well received people were psyched about it and then they're like oh yeah not only are we working on dragon age but we're also still like storyboarding and working on for the next mass effect we're not we haven't killed off that series and we're not abandoning ship on Anthem. In fact, we're going to rehaul the whole thing. So it sounds like they're either going to do like a giant Forsaken esque update, uh, a la destiny one 2.0, or they talked about something they're collectively calling it Anthem next, but I, I'm not sure. And I don't, I don't want to besmirch Jason because I, I feel like his level of journalism is, Far beyond mouse, but I think perhaps he misinterpreted what that meant. I think the individual he was interviewing for that article may have been referring to it as Anthem Next, a la No Man's Sky Next, which was yeah, a huge like 2.0 reimagining of, of. Yeah, it was kind of like the the, the starting over point for No Man's Sky. Or, um, I think that's how. Maybe they imagine it internally in Anthem because there was talk in that article about releasing a whole second game. But I, I can't I can't imagine EA god damn it, I can't I can't I guess I can't imagine EA doing that in the stupidest fucking move possible. That totally just kills the game. But I don't think that they would be so stupid as to release a whole second game and literally just shit on all the people who took a chance on the original and have sucked by it really since launch. So hopefully they do a good job. There's no word of when it would potentially be coming down the pipe, but they keep doing these small Anthem updates. Like there's, they're going to do a whole holiday thing where basically the entire open world of the game is now like, you know, has a snow veneer to it. um, And and, and a new like event structure and everything like that. So they're limping along right now, but they're they're giving effort and now they're showing signs that they're really going to try to at least make make a really big push with some. but that is something. But is,
1: is it still not crossplay?
2: I I don't know. I don't believe no.
1: so. As soon as it is, man, then I definitely would hop back in cuz then I could play with you cuz I don't I obviously don't know.
2: Are you what do you own it on? PC? Ah, okay. Well, I mean, you can so, get it for PS4. It's like $2 of game.
1: That's staff, sure. another really good point, and I'm sure yeah. it runs a lot better than it did at the beginning. So
0: so that's pretty much all we've got for you guys today as far as news and what we've been playing. The most normal question this week for you guys. I saw this actually question on Twitter, and I can't remember who I saw it from, so I can't credit anyone. But I feel like it's a fairly general knowledge question. With everything happening in Star Wars this last week, And of course, to come through the end of the year, who is now the cutest Star Wars character? Is it Baby Yoda, BD One, BB Eight, or classic R two D
3: two? You come with that tough questions, huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: BB Eight is not that cool. What? What? Those new movies? You've lost it. it. Okay.
2: What? They're all
1: fucking terrible.
2: The thumbs up with the lighter,
1: man. That was so dope. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I'm an OG, man. I like, I do like BD1, though. He's pretty cool. But I think i got to go with yeah. R2-D2. All right,
0: all right. Aaron, you have any ideas?
2: I'm going to pass to Shane. i got to think about this some
3: more. Okay. Oh, you're passing it off, huh? So I'm actually going with a D, other. So, you know, though, in the new Star Wars films, those little like. The, the pod things? the, the Yeah. The dude, puffins? The puffins, what? yeah. The, oh, those are adorable. <laughs> that, that, because you, you said cute. That was exactly yes. what you said. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah you're, so right, you're right. Those puffin <laughs> things are way cuter than any of the, you know, machines that you mentioned uh, or Yoda uh, because he's not a machine you're absolutely right my answer is is new Star Wars Puffins
2: and I'm also going to have to go old school because the cutest Star Wars character ever is definitely Slave Leia baby mm (laughs) hmm no it's true For a second that I bit,
1: thought you were gonna say Jawas.
2: <laughs> that that babe is, is so cute. Oh she's so cute. Oh
1: geez. especially when
2: she's choking that bitch from behind with the with his own chain
1: and, ah, cup, and cupping his balls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I think I would have to I like the foxes from The Last Jedi little oh, like yeah. crystal foxes that are on that yeah. uh, that planet yeah. at the end good call those are those are probably i think the cutest ones if i'm gonna go off book on my own question or give my own <laughs> list of answers <laughs>
2: plus you could probably kill them and then shave their bodies and sell them as diamonds right I mean I'm mean, sorry. <laughs>
3: <assumably>. <laughs> you goddamn capitalists.
0: This <laughs> is like chewy eating the porch is me shaving the crystal
3: dogs. <laughs> I'm just Air here carrying some happens. cargo, trying to reunite freaking America. <laughs> and there's Aaron shaving off like all of the foxes crystal, and selling the their fox gold. corpses. <laughs>
2: Never mind me, guys. I'm just over here. I'm I'm setting up for the new world of uh, the beers. <laughs> <laughs> Not the nice. beers. They should really change their name, right? <laughs> smoking, right? She kind of has to, right? <laughs> <sighs> all, all right. Well, let's
0: let's take this out here. John, where can people find you? Oh, I'm at Johnny Sampsonite on Perfect. the. Aaron, where can people find you?
2: You can find me, as always, at Woods the Mav on Twitter.
3: Shane? You can find me in Death thing.
2: Oh! <laughs> Death <Stranding>. No, <laughs> no uh, at S. Philip Pavlik. He's lying. Or He's going to be in Kojima's bathroom bathtub with him. <laughs> Listening a to a low roar? Isn't that- yeah. <laughs> Bubbles. Yeah.
0: Bubbles.
3: Yes. In the shower. Drinking some Monster energy yes. drink. That's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's normal thing. It's it's a good world. <laughs> it's mostly normal.
0: You can find me at Gabefall on Twitter. You can find all of us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter and you want to send us an email, you can go ahead and do that. Send it to MN Gamers Podcast at gmail dot com. Please, if you have anything to say about what we're saying, send it in. Let us know. We want the feedback. We want to hear what you have to say
2: about what we're doing. And if you're wanting to hug us and cover balls. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.
1: Not like you're in the media, or, I mean, other media. You know what I mean? Like, What you are
2: you what talking, talking about, John? John's a butt.